Welcome to the Cantina Chatter Podcast. to the Cantina Chatter Podcast. My name is Victoria, and I will be your host on this galactic adventure through Star Wars, toys and collectibles, pop culture, and randomness from the 80s and 90s. All right, so we're gearing up for Halloween over here at the cantina. It's time of spooks and chills and thrills and all sorts of creepy stuff that goes bump in the night, especially on Halloween. At least that's how it is at my house. What about you, Toishes? Oh, yeah. It's it's definitely, I mean, I've been doing uh, like spooky shiz all month, which is <laughs> trying to trying to get all the all the creepy toys together. So I'm I'm stoked that we're uh, we're talking about all these uh, these these awesome old and newish type uh, spooky toys. <laughs> Absolutely. These are the scariest toys ever made. The scariest toy lines uh, that have been mass produced uh, in various forms over the decades. So we, we've got a bit to talk about. And um, how's your October been going so far? You know what? It's it's actually nice. It's been a little hot for me. I, kinda like, I like more like East Coast kind of cool Halloween, but I think it's it's starting to get there. I think by Halloween, yeah. by what, Friday, Saturday, we should be good. Yeah, yeah, no, it, it, it has been a warm October. Thankfully, it's been a little bit better these past few days. You know, it started to cool down and feels yeah. a little more like October. Let's hope it stays that way. Right? Yeah. Let's, uh, uh, I'm, I'm tired of the heat and um, I'm ready for some cold, nice weather. Relaxing uh, toy collecting weather. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, toy collecting weather. Um <laughs> Yeah, no. So, you know, if, if this weren't the year of coronavirus, this would be like the best Halloween ever, like potentially like you've got uh, daylight savings time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so an extra hour. It, Halloween's on a Saturday. And uh, somebody somebody told me it's a full moon as well. Oh, very cool. It's like a trifecta of Halloween. Yeah. Uh, uh, of proportions. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's, 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 it's potentially, it has the makings of the best Halloween ever. If only it weren't for this uh, pandemic, little <laughs> pandemic that's going on right now. Yeah. Right. It's a, it's a terrible uh, 2020 tease is what it is. It's yeah. uh, just one more thing to add to the list of this uh, awful year. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah. So, you know, let's get started. Uh, we have a little bit of a list that you and I put together about some of these pretty awful Halloween or, you know, just general toys that, that mm-hmm. you know, are pretty creepy and pretty scary. Uh, you know, there's been a few of those over the years and sometimes they're where you least expect them to appear. So let's go ahead and look at the first item that we have here on our list. Yeah. And we're going to be talking about the clapping monkey, a.k.a. the jolly chimp. <laughs> See, that's a good one to start off on. That's just, we're immediately going terrifying uh, w- with this one. That thing, we were kind of talking earlier, but uh, I found one at a thrift store years ago. And the even more creepy thing is that the batteries had eroded so bad that the, all the, all the um, you know, corrosiveness had kind of leaked out oh. all over the bottom of it. Like the front is good. You turn <laughs> around and it just looks like nightmare, like nightmare fuel oh, all wow. the way. Oh, yeah, that's... Um, it's a terrible toy. Who made that toy goes, mm-hmm. yeah, the kids says, will like this one. <laughs> it was manufactured by a Japanese company, Daishin CK. They manufactured it during the 50s to the 70s under the name Musical Jolly Chimp. <laughs> That's okay. the perfect name for it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this thing just looks evil. I mean, you look at its face, those eyes, they just look like they're piercing your soul. You know, yeah, and if, I don't know if you ever if you ever play one. The lips, like, kind of fold back. Like you can you can kind of purse them together, you know, with your yeah. hand or something, like to hide the teeth. But they all they it's creepy the way they go back and the eyes. And, yep. Um, 
Oh, yeah. My brother had one of these. And yeah, no, thanks. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> Let's stay well, away I from just, that. It reminds me of that movie um, Monkey Shines with the, the VHS, I would want to say DVD, VHS <laughs> cover. And I remember going to the, the um, rental store. And that, you know, I, it's it's fun to scare yourself. You always look at it, but um, yeah, that was like the mascot for that for that day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's how scary it is. That's how scary it is. So yeah, uh, we'll leave the clapping monkey at the thrift store or at the flea market or wherever we come across them. Because yeah, no, no, <laughs> it's, it's it's always haunted. You know, it's going to be haunted. They, they, there's not one of those out there that's not. Uh, in some way <laughs> possessed <laughs> exactly uh so did you ever have a teddy rugsman i didn't have one best friend uh, you know down the street had it had all the tapes for it um wasn't into it wasn't my thing probably because that's another scary as heck uh, a doll i remember that i didn't like the commercial he'd, he'd come alive you know the kid would put the little cassette and he'd be like, oh, I'm awake. And I'm like, that's terrifying. Come on. That is. And that thing's going to read you to sleep? Come on. No. Yeah. Yeah. So I had one of these. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. I don't remember what year it was. Maybe like 87, something like that. Um, you know, I was really, really yeah, little. I had right. one. Uh, and yeah, I remember like you had, you know, you'd open the, like it had Velcro on the back of his clothes and you'd, you'd flip that up and you could access, you know, where the tape went in. And, um, you know, he'd blink, he'd, uh, yeah. he'd tell you, like, things. Uh, and hopefully anything he would say was confined to whatever program he had, and there wasn't anything he had learned on his own or was being possessed by any kind of, uh, you know, malevolent spirit to uh, to explain to me. I hope it was all good stuff. Yeah, he didn't have that Furby tech uh, at the time. That was just no. uh, 1980s magic, how uh, that exactly. thing came to life. There you go, 1980s <laughs> magic. You know what? We went to the mall one night, and they actually had... This is no joke. I don't know if this was a thing, like, or if it was something that would go on tour or what, but at the mall, they had, like, a, it was, he must have been at least, like, 15 foot tall Teddy Rugsman. And, yeah, and, and there was, there had to have been, like, somebody inside it or somebody nearby that was controlling it, but it would do the exact same things. It would blink, it would open its mouth, it would say, hey, what's your name? And then you'd tell you, you would tell it its name and then it would repeat it to you and say, oh, hi, you know, so-and-so, how are you doing? And it was, yeah, no. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh my god that's all that was like their marketing thing like let's this is a great idea we'll get all the kids yeah. uh, behind this talking terrifying uh doll <laughs> yeah yeah that uh yeah i don't know what was up with that but it it, it was something yeah it was something <laughs> and you know that kind of reminds me a little bit so this is something that's not on our spreadsheet but uh i'm sure you've seen robotic type uh singing animals some you know at certain places and it was actually pretty popular uh in the 80s and early 90s uh there was this band the rock of fire explosion which were made in uh, by a company out of florida uh that would manufacture these for places such as showbiz pizza we didn't have showbiz pizza where i grew up in you know my area of texas but we had showtime pizza which was the same thing i think yeah uh, and it was basically like Chuck E. Cheese, but they had this assortment of like singing creatures and animals that were like on stage and they were all programmed to sing like their own versions of like classic hits. That is, I know, see now and like looking it up, I know what you're talking about. I had no idea about that name, but that is terrifying. It looks like version one of like Chuck E. Cheese <laughs> <laughs> before they finally were like, oh, let's make this not horrifying for children. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, I remember seeing the commercial, and I could still see the, see it exactly in my head the way that it was. But I remember begging my parents, you know, my siblings, please take us there. Please take us there. We really <laughs> want to see these things. And you know, we had to go out of town a little bit to get there. And you know, finally we got to see him, and it was like, uh, <laughs> what's going on here? This is kind of scary. You know what? I think now that I'm thinking about it, what was it like? I think two years ago at Comic Con, they had um, they had a Deadpool two animatronic thing, and they had uh, old animatronics for the bear, Billy Bob, and one other character. Yeah, and they had that at Comic Con uh, over by the Hasbro booth. I remember that. <laughs> so it's like repurposed like old animatronics with a Deadpool animatronic, and they yes. had Dolly Parton 
um, singing. <laughs> yeah, something like yeah, you, yeah. That sounds really familiar. Um, yeah. So I think a company I don't remember who it was made one of these Billy Bob toys a couple of years ago. It was like a, a replica. It was like licensed and everything. Duh. Yeah, but it was very expensive. It was like two hundred dollars or something insane. So. Oh, good. Um, I hope yeah. it failed and no one bought it because it's terrifying. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, have you ever seen those bears that sit outside of uh, what is it, Rocky Mountain Chocolate? Or what? oh yeah, yeah, the big the chocolate store like in a mall or a open air mall or something like yeah, that. Yeah, and they have those uh, those giant bears that just sit outside. <laughs> yeah, the ones that everybody hugs and like it's just unleashed to the environments. <laughs> What's up with those? That's um, that I mean that'd be funny if it was uh, like these old. <laughs> the bear thing that you're like an animatronic bear but oh, no, that is... that i could deal with i could deal with a non-terrifying looking bear but some of them you know because they're left out all the time uh they do they, they start to rot <laughs> yeah i've seen those photos yeah. <laughs> especially these animatronics are just like falling apart and yeah they look 10 times worse if you can believe that or not you can see them without their um like the faces they just the uh, the metal machinery underneath that's terrifying yep yep totally <laughs> so this is probably a classic um everybody's seen them you know the 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 dummies that you can puppeteer with your hand very classic style uh dummy oh yeah the ventriloquists like uh exactly the type that a ventriloquist would use and you know, there was actually, I'm sure you remember it, there was a Goosebumps book in the 90s. It was Night of the Living Dummy. That was another one of those covers that was just terrifying. It was like number seven, right? It was like, <laughs> something. Like I remember that. that. It's a red cover and it was Slappy's face. And, oh, ugh. man. Yeah. Yeah, that was a good time, though, those books. I I, I really enjoyed those books back then. Oh, yeah. Those Say were... cheese and die. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I liked uh, Welcome to Heck House. Was that the Look, first one? Welcome to Dead or House. Dead House. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And um, yeah, Say Cheese and Die had a great cover to it. It was it like did. the photo of all the barbecuing skeletons and stuff. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, and then, of course, um, Real Scary Stories. That was like those were books back then. Especially for yeah. kids. <laughs> yeah, scary stories to tell in the dark. Uh, I just watched the movie uh, a couple nights ago. I hadn't seen it yet. Oh, is it good? I haven't seen it. Uh, it was all right. Yeah, it that's was all right. That's yeah. the, the general consensus. <laughs> yeah, it was all right. It, you know, but the books, like, you know, just thinking back, there's there's a documentary, too, about them on, uh, on Amazon Prime right now, but... Yeah, like, I saw I re- that. That was cool. Yeah, yeah. I remember seeing the books when I was in uh, in elementary. They had them in the library, and, you know, you kind of had to do a double takes. Like, what? My library has these? Yeah. Um, and, you know, my sister and I would, would rent them out on, you know, library day from the school, and, you know, we, we would, like, read them, and, you know, the artwork in there was just crazy. Yeah. Those were my go-tos. That and Where's Waldo. Always <laughs> pulled the will, like, you know. Had to go for him. <laughs> yeah, there was another series too. It was called "The Scariest Stories You've Ever Heard." And it had a really creepy looking dude on the cover. Yeah, didn't have the same level of artwork, but uh, mm-hmm. they had the stories, you know, that were pretty creepy. And then like the cover, like there's like three of them, I think, and each one has this like really ugly looking dude, like on the cover <laughs> of each of them. Like especially, I think it was part two. It was like the scariest looking one. Ugh. Scariest. Oh yeah, yeah, I remember those covers. Okay, it's kind of like Crypt Keeper. Yeah. Or, uh, or um, the other little guests that they have in those uh, old EC comics. <laughs> yeah. See, isn't it fun reminiscing? Everyone at home's like, "What?" And then when you go, you go look. You'll, you'll know. Yeah, you'll know. Go check the stuff out. <laughs> uh, let's talk about Baby Alive. Ugh. All right. <laughs> My sister had one of these. <laughs> she got it for Christmas morning. Um, she wanted this really bad. I remember, like, she was begging, like, Santa Claus to bring her this for Christmas one year. Baby alive, baby alive. You know, she wanted to take care of a little baby. So, um, you know, Christmas comes, Santa brings her a baby alive. Uh, <laughs> I was almost afraid that this thing kind of was alive when we when it actually showed up at the house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, I mean, even the old commercials for those things were, I, I don't, it's funny, 
you know, little girl's obsessions with like, oh, I want to take care of a baby. And then when they have it, they're like, man, I'm over this. <laughs> it's like a <laughs> two second wonder. But um, yeah, that's the one you feed it. It eats the food and poops it out. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's. Uh... Blinks. Blinks. Does all that. Ugh. It has like food. Like that. Yeah. I remember the spoon had like some sort of a of a contraption in it where you would touch it up to its lips and it would just like re- like recline back into the spoon to make it look like she ate it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And the little girl in the commercial was like, "Look, she's eating it." I'm like, mm, "No." <laughs> <laughs> Stop yeah. pretending. That doll did not eat anything. No. Yeah, the hair was all messy and yeah, it did it did use the potty and yeah, it was <laughs> Oh man. The, the the funny thing about all those dolls, I like in in kind of going off of Baby Alive, have you seen the um uh oh gotta go flamingo? The newest the newest Christmas hit for twenty twenty, guaranteed. Oh gosh, let me look at the let me look at this here. See what this Okay. Commercial. For those while you do that, for those listening, it's by Oh um, my god. Yeah, it's a... Uh, it's an actual flamingo that sits on a toilet and when you feed it, you feed it like this, um, like that kinetic sand and you fill the toilet with water. It poops the sand, but then kids can just like, you just kind of dump, you know, once it, once it hits air again, it becomes sand. It's like magic. But, um, yeah, you just keep feeding it. It poops. Wow. It'll say, it'll sing. <laughs> I cannot believe this commercial. Yeah. This is something else. This is uh there's no more shame these days. No, not it not at all. <laughs> but I mean it, I could I had like the I got to play with one, not just recently, but Moose it was like Moose Toys, I think, and uh it's hilarious. Like it's for kids, like kids will play with it, but like as an adult, you look at this and you're just like, This is the this is the best thing I've ever seen. Like and it's has a catchy tune that stays in your head. It's a terrifying toy all around. So, <laughs> yeah, the, uh, no, it looks interesting. Uh, it, lo- it looks interesting. <laughs> it's uh, wow. Yeah, I mean, sometimes you wonder, like, hey, I could have come up with something this 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 insane, and I could have made some money. But yeah, exactly. Yeah, the, but the first thing I gotta admit, the first thing that doesn't that doesn't cross my mind is a flamingo that sits on a toilet and poops out sand. So, yeah. Also, while singing a song, you gotta, you know. You got to think about these things and write them down when you do. Obviously, this came from somewhere. You got to dream. You got to hit the pipe a little bit, you know? (laughs) Whoever came up with this, I have to credit them, though. I mean, that was – this will be a toy that I feel like I'll remember for a very long time. Like, you remember that flamingo from like eight years ago? (laughs) Oh, yeah, the one one that like ate sand and pooped. It's like, yeah, totally. Yeah, it'll be something along the lines of – baby alive or street sharks yeah <laughs> now street sharks those were uh those were fun and terrifying yeah right? yeah you know unfortunately i never owned a street shark but i fondly remember the commercial on tv back in the day and i mm-hmm. remember seeing them in stores and i always wanted one i always i always hoped that i would wake up you know for a birthday or christmas and you know i'd have a street shark but i never had a street shark <laughs> You're the one that remember we talked about this a long time ago. You're the one that told me about that Vin Diesel Toy Fair commercial. <laughs> That's terrifying. He's so good. In and of itself, right it there, is. watching Vin Diesel try to sell you on anything other than the uh, Fast and the Furious franchise. Yeah, and he's all into it. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's like taking it so seriously. He's he's like all in character with these street sharks. It's like, wow. Yeah, he's like he gets like the whale shark. Boy. He's like, oh yeah, he's got uh, muscles, and he's here to slam you or slam you. That's slam that was what it was. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was like, oh my god, this is a marketing genius right here. It is, and he has like a Jurassic Park dinosaur, and he like goes to town on it. <laughs> <laughs> Those, yeah. the, I never, I had a couple. I wasn't. I mean, that was around like the Ninja Turtle craze where they were like, let's just you know make anamorphic everything it kind of seems like the kind of thing that i wouldn't be shocked if like a franchise came out of it like a movie and then yeah you know toys no i think the world is ready again for the street sharks <laughs> i think so why not i mean we, we've had all kinds of crazy things this year what what you know street sharks are totally believable 
Oh, yeah, totally. I mean, they're remaking everything else. Why not? Yeah. Uh, just as believable, in fact, as uh, Battle Trolls. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> that was another thing. Not only were trolls terrifying, but then they were like, let's turn them into action figures. Yeah. And, and give them muscles and projectiles and swords and all that kind of stuff. So, oh, yeah. man. Yeah, these were from, I think, 92, 93. Um and yeah, they were basically like trying to cater to the boys market because, you know, back around that time, you know, you had a lot of like strong action figure toy lines that were going on. You know, Kenner was still in its heyday, you manufacturing all kinds of cool stuff. And, yeah, um, you know, I don't know that there were a lot of boys that were buying just regular trolls. I know there were like treasure trolls. Remember, they had like the gems in their bellies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, those are those are big. I had one of those with purple hair. So I guess uh, Trolls, as a, as a toy line, began in 1959. That's how long these things have been around. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, one day somebody said, hey, let's cater to the boys' market. Let's try and offer them Battle Trolls. And some of these are insane. I only had one of them. Mm-hmm. I had uh, this one. He's like an orange troll with, like, camo pants and, like, a bandolier and a bandana. and uh, <laughs> But there's all kinds, and they're all really, really creepy and really crazy. There's, like, a football player one. Uh, there's one that has like a robotic arm and a robotic leg. Yeah. Oh, that's I'm looking at him right now. That's the uh, Trollminator. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Trollminator. There's one that's like a complete, completely a robot. Did you see that one? Oh my god. That he's all silver, right? That's the um, Trollbot. Trollbot. <laughs> oh, what's this other one? They didn't really get. They didn't really get like original with these names. Not they had road really. Ho- Roadhog. Roadhog troll. They were this line. They were supposed to expand on. It. They had a, a xenomorph one and a Joker one planned. I guess that they never did. Oh wow! But yeah, that would have been cool. <laughs> yeah, these are uh, these are something else. And you know, I've told people about these before. Like you know, and you know, when we're talking about toys and yeah, like what? Like I don't, I don't remember that. I'm like you know, you're you're tripping. You're making this up. No, they're for real. They're, I mean, you yeah, can actually yeah. go online and see pictures of them. Like they were a real thing. It's funny, like thinking back now, like everything that you know nowadays. You go, oh man, I can't believe they're making that or making that. It's like to go back and look at like olden olden times, all the way back to the <laughs> '80s. You know, '80s, '90s. It's like yeah, no, we had just about as much weird stuff as they do. Now, maybe even in more so, but in a great way. <laughs> true, true. <laughs> These were Hasbro. That's what it was. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's that's like their old little logo. That's crazy. Wow. See, it's fun. It's fun reminiscing. 1992. Dang. Yeah. That packaging looks so much older than 1992. It does, doesn't it? It looks like early 80s. Yeah. Um, Sergeant Troll. That's the one that I had. Sergeant Troll. Sergeant Troll? <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness touch that td touchdown troll yeah like yeah a... the football one oh, yeah that's these... funny. you know i'm not gonna lie i'd love to have a little shelf like with each and every one of these on it yeah um and one thing that i remember is that these were really pliable like the arms were like kind of like i think they must have been like hollow like air inside them because you could like really like bend them yeah i remember like it's funny you say that, like i'm thinking about them now um they were like uh, playmates, like Godzilla type, uh, what is it? Uh, molded one. Um, God, what do you call that? Yeah, I know very much that PVC, but like hollow. Yeah. Wow, there's a Cyclop, Cyclops one too with with one eye. I'm looking at that right now. That's Cyclops troll. Oh, that's original. <laughs> yeah, they. Uh, you know, some of these are pre- pretty strange to the name. There's like a Frankenstein's monster one too. Franken troll. <laughs> It's funny the the troll the cyclops troll looks like he has like a swamp thing weapon. It's called the limb grabbing log snare. Which one is that? The cyclops troll in the in the packaging. He has like a very reminiscent like Kenner swamp thing weapon. That's actually kind of interesting. Let's see. Oh, you know what? That's I think that is the same weapon. That's weird. The one that came with like the really light green like swamp thing. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I wonder how many of these other accessories that came with these figures were reuse. Right. Well, it says big haired dudes with bad attitudes. So there you go. That's uh. That says it all right there. They they got my money right there. Yeah. I'm like oh okay. 
it's actually a pretty cool concept. I know it's it's really ridiculous and over the top, but like I said, not gonna lie, I wouldn't mind having a, a set of those. <laughs> That's like something I would see, um, like nowadays, like Super Seven, or um, like even to the extent of like maybe NECA, you know, with the tackle, like bring those back or something like that. Yeah, yeah, I know, huh? Um, so something that's not a troll, but it's kind of, you know, within that realm of not being human either. You said you wanted to talk E.T. Let's talk E.T. Oh, terrifying movie. <laughs> Never liked that movie. It's funny, like, when I talk about it, everyone's like, what? That's all. Oh, it's like my favorite. I'm like, no, the opening scene where whatever he is, it's like, uh, 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 it's like running from those humans. Uh-huh. It's ter- it's the sounds are terrifying. And then when he meets uh, Elliot, like in the corn yeah or the field or whatever that scared the heck out of me as a kid yeah yeah i hear you that yeah that it does and it does open up kind of you know eerie it's like well the music's spooky and you know it's out in the dark and you know there's all these cars looking for something what are they looking for there's dogs and it's like you know yeah poor et um (laughs) (laughs) with his long brown skinny armed hands and his long neck and yeah he uh he ain't winning any beauty pageants anytime soon. No, especially when he's like dying, he turns white. Like, yeah. ugh, that's not cool. It's like as a kid, you're watching this, you're like, what is this? It's nightmare fuel. Darn it, Spielberg. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, you watch it now, you're like, nah, that was actually a pretty, pretty cool movie. But not when you're a kid. Duh. God. Yeah, you know, and a lot of movies were like that back in the day, just like, you know, just the 80s and, you know, just had a bunch of weird, like, yeah. you know, like the Goonies had some weird stuff in it, too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, it's like, I mean, like, was it a sloth? Yeah, when he shows yeah. up, you're like, oh, my God. <laughs> exactly. Um, Harry and the Hendersons. I was always afraid of that. <laughs> God, I love that movie, though. That's... Yeah, I do, too. Like just the the cover. I, it's funny every time I think about a movie, I immediately think of like VHS covers or slip covers and stuff like that. And um, was it John Lithgow and the and the, the <laughs> yes. big dude that played? I think <laughs> if I'm if I'm not mistaken, the guy who played um, Harry also played the alien in uh, in the original Alien, I think, or something like that. It's like a weird fact. If that's true, that's a weird fact that I know for whatever reason. But I think, yeah, he was, he tackled like all those movies back then. Do you remember uh, the TV show Beauty and the Beast? Yeah, with Rob Perl- Ron Perlman <laughs> yeah. and Linda Hamilton, right? Yes. Oh my God. Yeah, that was like. <laughs> I wonder if he ever gets asked about that anymore. You know, everyone's always like, Hellboy. Right. Or, um, sons of anarchy but if i ever talk to him i'll be like let's talk about let's talk about <laughs> being the beast <laughs> yes that uh i remember my mom was really into that show and i would watch it with her i don't remember like like what it was about or anything but i, I remember what the beast looked like that's for sure he kind of looked like david bowie as a beast right <laughs> i'm like try, I, I need to look it up for <laughs> i guess i can kind of see that but that's like in my in my mind's eye as well I'm like like yeah he looked like a lion or something yeah, but no, creepy, 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 creepy. Yeah, it's perfect for the Halloween episode. Perfect for a ha- Halloween costume if you could find something like that. Right. <laughs> yeah, so around that time that we're, you know, we're talking, like early 90s, there was also Swamp Thing, uh, Kenner's to- Swamp Thing toy line. And, you know, we've talked about this one before because it's kind of a, a lesser known toy line, but it's actually a really good one. They made a lot of really cool stuff for Swamp Thing. Yeah, the um, the bag guy... I- there were so many swamp things. There was um, there was two other like allies of Swamp Thing, but the the uh, villains really got some good toys and uh, yeah. creepy toys, you know. Yeah, yeah, that's the, I mean, Swamp Thing in and of himself is a, is I mean, listen, Swamp Thing. <laughs> so you know, it's not going to be he's not going to be George Clooney or anything. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no. So he was pretty darn creepy and he came in a variety of looks. Uh, you know, there was like camouflage swamp thing. There was like one that was made out of like cactus parts. <laughs> yeah. And he like, he kind of, he pushed the butt. He kind of fell apart. Like one of those old, like, um, dolls. I don't know, whatever you call this thing. You push up a little thing. They all kind of fall down. Yeah. All connected yeah. by string or whatever. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 
there was glow in the bio glow swamp thing glowed in the dark um yeah it's all, all kinds and but the, like you're saying the villains were really like the even scarier than swamp thing if you can believe that so we had like anton yeah. arcane uh dr demo weed killer and skin man skin man i think was kind of maybe even the, the scariest yeah he had he was like a bat right or something like that or I don't know whatever what you want to call that thing he looks yeah. like a, i mean that's before you even put the the bat on his head like before that he just looked like a demon or something yeah the unmen <laughs> the i'm looking at the package of a fang bat biomask yeah <laughs> i still have all those too I, I kind of put them together over the years. Um, yeah, so good. And then the, um, was it the chamber playset? That was another good thing. You like turn, it's like kind of like the Beetlejuice um, coffin where you kind of, you put a figure in it. Ooh, magic swaps out, but yeah. you put a figure <laughs> and you turn it into like a praying mantis. Like, oh, it's man. like, uh, it's like the fly with Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> yeah, this is, this is a transducer is what it's called. Yes, that's it. Yeah. It had like goo in it too. It looked like you know you flipped a little switch, and the goo would go into like it just. It looks like a, a monster movie, you know. What I mean, flipping the diodes and all that kind of stuff, and everything yeah. bubbling. So yeah, it's nightmare fuel right there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody turns into a giant bug. You know, looking at like all the swamp things, I mean, you could technically say like, you know, there's like swamp thing, and then it'd be like evil swamp thing or. You know, one of the the unmen type Swamp Thing because he had such distinct looks, and there were so many of them. But um, the one where he kind of he's supposed to be like more tree, but he kind of looks like um, like skeletal sinew and, and yeah. stuff like that. Like, ugh. yeah, those were fun, definitely fun toys. Yeah, definitely an over an an underrated toy line, I would say. Yeah, well, apparently what was it? it was he was supposed to be in. Uh, the superheroes Kenner line, and then they, they something came up like, oh, let's do a cartoon, and that's why he got his own. Mm. So, something like that. Yeah, you know, I didn't even know that this was a cartoon until like you know a few years back. Like I always thought as a kid that these toys are based off the uh, the live action TV show. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I knew that a lot of these characters, like the villains, were not obviously in the show like this, like looking like that. So. But I just thought, oh, you know, it's just the it's the toys. You know, they do whatever they want with the toys, right? But I always yeah. thought that it was based off that series. Yeah, I think I knew about the show. I, I didn't didn't care for the show. The show is kind of hard to watch, <laughs> um, even like even by today's standards. But um, I think I was more under the impression that it was uh, comic book related, or you know, I mean, who was on? The, like, I think it was Alan. Was it Alan Moore at the time, or? somebody was writing it um and so i just remember the artwork kind of reminded me of oh that's that comic book swamp thing you know what i mean but like you said yeah, yeah it wasn't until later i was like oh, it was a cartoon yep <laughs> uh let's see some another thing from that era uh so you know polly pocket <laughs> polly pocket was oh, uh, yeah was it was a big thing for for you know little girls you know i remember the commercials you know polly pocket's so small you can take her anywhere and uh, it's basically like a playset with a tiny, I don't, these are probably like five, like half an inch figures or so. They're itty bitty. And, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, they, they close up, you open them up, you can play with the figure. It's like a little environment, little playset. Um, I guess along the way, uh, somebody said, hey, you know, boys need uh, their own version of Polly Pocket. So uh, they came out with Mighty Max. Yeah, Mighty Max was amazing. I was in a Mighty Max for quite some time. Remember that? As a kid, um, they didn't do too many of them, but the skull, uh, sorry, so the skull, the alien ice face, whatever it was. Yeah. yeah. Those were cool. Yeah. So it looks like these are done by Mattel. And uh, this is something I wish they would bring back because like they're, they're cool, but they're also really expensive. Like if you go to eBay and you look at like a package sample, they're like $100 in a lot of yeah. cases. Yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, you're right. The skull was a good one. That one had like your classic like horror film elements. It had like a Frankenstein's monster. It had a mad scientist. It had like a dungeon. You know, that's the name, Skull Dungeon. Um, that was a really good one. I know I had that one and that was a, that was a fun set. I just think, I thought it was cool the way that they were designed um the accessories or the monsters or whatever within 
made up like the face or like the eyeball, the tongue, yeah. you know, for like the, the outer uh, shell casing for the thing. So, and then you had the classic MM uh, embroidery always on top of the monster's head or something like that. The shark, that was a cool one. The shark one had like blood and stuff on it. I'm looking at the, uh, the oh. photos. Yeah, the shark and the um, the spider. I remember I had that one. Yeah, there's some really crazy ones. And they look really cool from the outside, too. There's like a dinosaur, like a triceratops. Yeah. Uh, there's like a snake. Uh, I had this other one called Wolf Ship. And I guess it was like, like an alien spaceship sort of thing. Oh, yeah. Wasn't it like black and red? Or am I thinking of the volcano playset? This one was, was uh, gray on the outside. Oh, okay. Like gray. Oh, okay. I see it right now. Yeah, yeah. It has two red eyes and stuff. That's yeah, cool. The teeth. Yeah. Had like a couple alien figurines, and uh, I had uh, I had those two, uh, and I, I remember at the time I think it was McDonald's. They also did like a toy promotion where they had like m- like even smaller like Mighty Max sets. Yeah, I yeah, I remember those. Yep. I'm, McDonald's back in the day, they used to do stuff all the time. Oh man! Especially like the the Power Ranger ones. They had some good Power Ranger toys, but um, the Halloween buckets. Know, yeah, the buckets and the and the Halloween chicken McNuggets; those are the costumes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know that's yeah. We got to touch on those. I mean, those you know Happy Meal toys. I think McDonald's has historically always had some of the best, and yeah. you know that was a great thing that they used to do back in the day. Was they'd they'd bring back the chicken nuggets, you know, every now and then, and they'd always have a different theme. And one of the themes that they did was Halloween. Um, so you had your nugget and. Uh, you had little pieces that you could use to put them together. I think there was like a mummy. There was Dracula. There was, uh, there were several others, but they were all based around Halloween. Yeah. They were like the commercials were fun. The buckets, um, yeah. that, yeah, like you said, like the Frankenstein Dracula, they, they had like, it was the McNugget. They had a little base, they had, like the costume and they had like a head and you could swap them out. You know what I mean? Like I put the ghost yeah. with, this or or you know yeah, yeah and there were yeah. there was quite a few of them that that became a thing after a while yeah there were quite a few and the buckets too they like it was a tradition every year they would bring the buckets back and they'd be slightly different than the year before and um yeah no those are fun i always enjoyed getting you know you'd get your happy meal and your food would come inside the bucket which was like come on that's like that's too cool yeah um and yeah i don't know when they stopped doing that but they haven't done those for a long time I remember, I think it was Carl's Jr. It wasn't McDonald's, it was Carl's. They had Ghostbuster buckets, and I was, like, ravenous for the. I got to look those up. <laughs> I, I think I still have it. Um, but, uh, yeah, the when you were a kid, the buckets were, like, if you didn't have one, you were not. You yeah, were not cool. <laughs> you were not cool. If you were not trick-or-treating with your McDonald's pail for Halloween. Yeah, uh, exactly. Yeah. The so, yeah, it was um, it was Carl's Jr. and they had, it was Slimer and uh, and then the other one had like um, a couple wow. like well, they used to have like the cutout uh, art you know ghost generic ghosts and stuff like that. Those were on the buckets too. So yeah, so it sounds vaguely familiar. Yeah, they had Halloween safety tips on the side. It was great. <laughs> Don't talk to strangers. <laughs> Don't take candy from strangers. Wait, 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 wait. What? This is Halloween, yeah. isn't it? Exactly. <laughs> In 2020, don't take candy from strangers. Don't take candy from anybody, no. <laughs> um, uh, another creepy item that was that was very popular back then. I think they still make them, or at least they did a few years back when Toys R Us was still in business. But creepy crawlers. Those were that I my brother had uh, the oven, and like he that was his thing. But every once in a while, you know, he'd be like, "Yeah, hey, you want to make one? I'm like, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> let's make something creepy. Yeah. I never had creepy crawlers, but I had Dr. Dreadful. And that must have been like somebody else's like knockoff of creepy crawlers. Um, yeah. The Dr. Dreadful, that was, didn't they, didn't they like keep re-releasing it, but they made it even more gross. Like after probably like with each iteration, something like that. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> I had the original, original one, and yeah, Doctor Dreadful Food Lab. It was by Tyco. Whatever happened to Tyco, by the way? I don't know. That that's one of those old type of, uh, you know. I wonder, you know. 
Well, yeah. I guess we're here. We can we can look it up. Tycho, who <laughs> bought Tycho? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I, you know, I still to this day remember what the monster skin tastes like. It oh. was like it. It kind of tasted like a monster energy drink, if you can believe that. Um, it just it, it did like it was like so one of the things you could make was monster skin and it would come out like with this weird like texture almost like mozzarella cheese but like more starchy or something oh yeah um, and then they had like a little like a skull like a green skull that you can make brains in mm. uh, that one was was the worst tasting one I remember I remember doing the brains once and I was like uh, I'm not gonna do brains anymore uh, and then it had like these little trays where you can make like gelatin like shaped like creatures and monsters and stuff lovely those ones were okay i think the skin was probably the best one it's fun yeah and i mean i mean they kind of do that these days but that was just classic right yeah (laughs) yeah no this is uh you know i kind of wonder like you know am i gonna one day have like some sort of like medical issue because of this dr dreadful food that i ingested yeah right that's the that's crazy (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah yeah let's hope not let's hope not uh I mean, but yeah it was basically like a boy's version of an easy bake oven sort of thing the fact that they would let uh you know kids kind of mess with like a hot oven technically you <laughs> yeah. know in the, in the hot metal plates and yeah i remember i remember my brother burning himself i remember burning myself you know pulling him out too early it's always like take the tray out and wait two seconds you're like no i want to pull this molten lava uh, gummy kind of thing out now yeah i want to eat it i want to eat it already give it to me yeah there's no patience for this i'm a kid (laughs) yeah good stuff so um you know thinking back you know we're obviously quite heavily in this era of late 80s early 90s because because you know that's what we we have really fond memories of you know so we grew up um teenage mutant ninja turtles you know obviously a huge toy line we've talked about them here and there uh some of those villains were pretty scary weren't they yeah and they were just they were so well designed and sculpted that you know with the the faces the tongues hanging out um the one that i immediately you know always think of as like wingnut and screw loose like the bat and his little mosquito sidekick uh-huh. <laughs> um even you know even later on like with the turtles with their mouths open tongues hanging out they always had such interesting designs to them. Uh, remember, the, remember the big, the mosquito guy that he was like a vehicle. Basically, he was uh, had a chair. The bad guys had one. The good guys had one. <laughs> oh yeah, I think it was his name. Um, but yeah, he had. There were so many parts, and you know the wings and everything else. Like, yep, those were. The, like what you got for back in the day for like ten, fifteen, twenty bucks is amazing <laughs> i know uh muck man was pretty darn scary yeah um he had that thing you could put the the slime through his head um he had the eyeball joe or joe eyeball that would um <laughs> sit in the trash can on his back <laughs> just along Mut- for the ride mutagen man he was one that freaked me out because he was just like an eyeball and teeth yeah like guts inside a a, a, like a tube but then the tube had actual arms and legs too so (laughs) yeah baxter stockman was just something like it was like the fly right basically it's the fly oh yeah and like his the, the it's funny how like the toy line differed so heavily from the like what you saw in the cartoon yeah but the toy line because they were so i just remember thinking that as a kid like these are cooler than what i'm seeing uh, on the show you know and right. it was uh for whatever reason oftentimes you go like oh it doesn't look like the show it doesn't look like the show but they were so different you know they like were. general trag with the bullet hole <laughs> and the uh snake in his boot and um yeah scorpion on his arm. scorpion or, or uh, yeah something like that on his arm um yeah People always say, like, oh, overly sculpted, but at the same time, I mean, come on. Like, the fact that they put that much detail in and pretty much well-painted uh, every yes. little detail, you know, so. Very colorful stuff. Um, even, like, you know, the turtles themselves. I mean, you know, you think about the – they made those realistic feel, like, uh, movie turtles in, in, in the main line. Those are pretty creepy, too. Yeah. 
they did their best back in the day trying to mimic the movie. <laughs> to say the least. <laughs> I think it, like what NECA, NECA, it took them years, 30, almost 30 years to uh, perfect that. So yeah. they tried. It was like, it was like movie star turtles, right? Or something like that. Yeah. Like, yeah. They go to Hollywood. It's like, God, my God, it's terrifying. <laughs> yeah. No, they, uh, yeah, no, those are those are pretty scary looking. I mean, even now, like you look at them, there's like Leo with his big old grin, and yeah, like Don has like all these little like warts on him. It. Like, That's the thing; it looks like it doesn't look like um, turtle, you know, texture. It looks like like sores. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that in the um, they had the remember the Universal Monsters. They had some fantastic sculpts. With them, like uh, Raphael was the brain crab uh, monster guy, and Donatello, and he was like a, I think it was Dracula or something like that. Yeah. Those were Michelangelo had the big club foot for Frankenstein, and yeah, they did some really cool crossovers. I mean, they still do crossovers for turtles, but no, you're totally right. Yeah, there was like Mike is Frankenstein, uh, Leo was like the creature from the Black Lagoon. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you know, these are. Uh... Yeah, it's interesting stuff. These are cool. I don't remember seeing those as a kid, but it's it, you know a lot of the times the memories of Ninja Turtles comes from like going to KB Toys. Mm-hmm. I always remember you know they had like the huge walls of them, you know, and um, Toys R Us, same thing, huge, huge. I mean, even more space, but uh, I don't remember them much at Target or Walmart for whatever reason. Uh-huh. But um, yeah, that's back in the day when you go to an actual. I know, toy right? store and they'd have stock and you could go to an actual <laughs> store yeah <laughs> invisible man michelangelo oh my goodness yeah and by the way the, for people wondering there were no pre-orders or dpci numbers or no. you know, things that you <laughs> <laughs> no you didn't know when the, you didn't know what was coming out you just had to go to the store and see what was new somebody the other day was telling me how that we should all go back to rain checks i'm like i just don't think life is ready for that again <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> um, so, you know, we, we've talked about Batman before. Uh, we, yeah. Last year we did, um, you know, the uh, the 30th anniversary of the original Batman film from 1989. Yeah. Um, so Batman Returns came out a, a couple years after that. And uh, it had a very different vibe than the original film, didn't it? Yeah, it was, the, the you know, very Tim Burton. Very yes. much like that that Christmas fairy tale, gothic type fairy tale. Yeah. Um, and it fit, it fits with what Tim Burton does, I think. Uh, very much his own take on Batman, but um, <laughs> are you uh, you getting at the penguin there? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that unfortunately Kenner didn't make the the black blood slime spewing penguin. They nope. just recolored the superpowers one or whatever. Yep. Um, but that would have been wild. Yeah, but the fact that they didn't make it makes you wonder, well, did they not make it because of how gruesome he was in the film? I think that's what it was. I Something to that degree where they just didn't think it was an attractive design. Like, Cat, <coughs> Catwoman works. Yeah. But, um, you know, they even had the penguins with the um, <laughs> kamikaze-like missiles and stuff on them, too. Yep. But uh, Penguin, yeah, he went. And I remember that as a kid, too. Like, this one doesn't. You know, you had Michelle Pfeiffer's Catwoman, Keaton's Batman. They all fit. The Penguin did not fit. And, no. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's another one that uh, I think it took all, all, you know, NECA tackling that to uh, create those toys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know Mattel updated him in, in uh, I think it was like they did when they were doing four inch. It must have been like 2013, 2014. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. But, but yeah, no, even they didn't go like full on, like, you know, I mean, he looks good, but he doesn't look like completely yeah. like as gruesome as he does in the film. He was, he was a like perfectly portrayed for again for like that type of uh, penguin that they were going for. But like when he bites that guy's nose, you know, yeah. he's like, oh, my nose could be gushing blood the guy's like what and it, that, as a kid i was like what the heck just happened you know yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah that movie was a trip i mean i still love it though i think it's a nostalgia though like more than anything else you know it's like i remember like like as a kid oh this is batman you know and catwoman and the penguin and 
you know. And that and that's it's funny, you know, to think back and that for a very long time that were people's you know, main perceptions of what those characters are. Yeah. And to this day people still think that. So Yeah, totally. Totally. Um all right, so let's go to a galaxy far, far away and talk some creepy critters. All right. Um, so, you know, these films are obviously famous for all manner of different uh, aliens. Uh, we see aliens in the cantina. We see aliens in Jabba's palace. You see them throughout the films doing various things, interacting with main characters, uh, you know, serving as like monsters, like thinking of things like Minox and you know the yeah. rancor just things like that there's all kinds of crazy creatures in star wars and a lot of these have translated into action figures over the years it's it's funny to talk about the minox like that's such a odd idea when you think about it like when that showed up you were like wait okay so that's that lives inside the worms <laughs> body like why do they know about that yeah and the the worm lives on an asteroid like where what how does it get food yeah totally and, and not only that sense. but the minox they they survive off of eating sucking power out of the millennium falcon yeah yeah it doesn't have to make sense it this doesn't was, have to this make was, sense this was before the prequels and the sequels and everything else so we just accepted star wars for what it was yeah exactly <laughs> we never we didn't question it. it was just it just was you know it didn't have to make sense you know um, i'll tell you like uh with the cantina aliens when that first scene when the music start, like when they go, okay, we're gonna, you know, they they hop off the land speeder, and then you see that first alien that kind of looks like a, you know, like a boomerang face or whatever the heck it is. Like that scared me as a kid. Hem days on. Yeah, that was freaky. I did not like that. Um, and then you you know you see they they pan around, they see all these different monsters and creatures and stuff like that. Um, God, that was awesome. Like just looking at, like you. I remember as a kid, like you'd kind of like slow it down a little bit, see like what's back there, the praying mantis type thing, and <laughs> yeah, yeah, and there was all kinds of crazy things that they uh, that they had, um, you know, and a lot of them were Halloween costume masks that they that they repurposed, mm -hmm. um, you know, that they that they used, uh, like you know, you, you had Wolfman in there. There were a couple different ones. Yeah, uh, you had like ghosts. There was like a you know like one ghost. <laughs> uh, sort of alien and uh, m many of these have been done in action figures so you know these obviously qualify as toys because you know they made the toys of them oh yeah um, oh you mean I mean back when uh, when Star Wars toys used to be made of Star Wars toys <laughs> yeah back when they used to make Star Wars aliens into toys I thought it was just humans that populated this entire galaxy I, I'm so confused <laughs> oh, you must be talking about uh, you know a, a different Hasbro from another timeline I guess, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Man, they made some great stuff, though. You know, going back, like, you know, late 90s, Power of the Force 2, you know, a huge focus on the entirety of the Star Wars universe action figures, which, you know, at that point was just the original trilogy. Yeah. Um, you know, and the expanded universe. But, you know, the figures were basically the original trilogy. You know, going into the 2000s, you know, they released so many Cantina aliens. Like, I have the, the a diorama on my shelf of the Cantina and... You know, it's 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 packed, jam packed, but they haven't released a Cantina alien figure since 2015. That's crazy. It's crazy, and in Black Series, haven't done one since 2013. So, <laughs> I would love, you know, if they would just say like, okay, we're gonna do, you know, 2021, we're gonna have three or four out of the Cantina, and the next, you know, and then like maybe three years it takes you to build them all up. That would be awesome, but yeah, yeah, but at least we have. You know, a lot of people's, you know, in the three and three quarter inch, you know, at least or the vintage collection, because that's ultimately where the heart of Star Wars relies. I think these days Black Series is great, but um, three and three yeah. quarter inch will always be classic. Yeah, yeah, totally. Totally. So I think that brings us to uh, our last toy line here. And this is the most obvious one. Uh, this is the one that makes sense when you're talking about spooky action figures and toys. And uh, that's Kenner's classic Ghostbusters, the real Ghostbusters toy line. Never heard of it. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah, when you, when you like, in talking about like, what's the household look like uh, for Halloween? Ever since I was a little kid, Ghostbusters takes over Halloween. All the, like, hands down, every single time. So, you know, it's... 
it's the most reminiscent. Uh, I don't know why, you know, but it's just um, I think it is the toys and the fun, spooky nature of it without it being like, yeah, you know, not for kids, we'll say. You know what I mean? Um, they were just fun. And it's fun to be scared, but know that, uh, you know, it's it's not going to hurt you, you know. Exactly. So, I think that's what Kenner Ghostbuster Toys did the best was tell kids like it's, you know, you're a Ghostbuster. You got to be brave and boom, you got to deal with um, Granny Gross and Terror Trash and the toilet. <laughs> Fearsome plush. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this was this is one of the best toy lines like that's ever been made. The playability was insane. I mean. You're, you're talking about the action figures, but also the role play that was created yeah. was just really interactive. And, you know, they did a really good job flesh, fleshing out the uh, the figures and the action figures. A lot of them weren't actually from the show, though, were they? No, I think was it um, you had the Ghostbusters, you had some semblance of Janine and um, Louis Tully. But um, the like there's I recently did a video on Highway Haunter, the uh, you know, the Volkswagen that turns into the bug. There's some aspects with like Murray the Mantis. Um, the actual Volkswagen actually appeared in like the first Sam Hain episode, not necessarily as a ghost, but it's kind of cool to see that um, when sometimes the ghosts would pop up, but for the most part, no, not like Boogeyman. Um, Mattel did an amazing Sam Hain like later on. Uh-huh. Um, that fits really well with like the Ghostbuster toys from the Kenner days and stuff. But now they never went that route. I mean, they even had like the monsters, you know, like universal monsters type thing. Yeah. And, um, um, I remember that was amazing. And we've, we've definitely talked about it before. It's like, I just remember that as a kid going, well, where is Boogeyman or, or, um, uh, terrifying. <laughs> Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, it, those are the ones that you really wanted. And I feel like, you know, modern day stuff, I'm just itching to get those old characters as uh, as new types of toys. Yeah, this is the kind of thing, like, if, if like a NECA or, you know, some sort of company, just like what they're doing with TMNT, if some company came in and, you know, really did justice to the real Ghostbusters toy line, I think there would be a huge market for it. Yeah, and, and like, I don't mind, you know, Hasbro... Uh, uh, doing like the retro stuff, you know, bringing back the old Kenners, they are significantly different um, from you know the old stuff. But that's not necessarily like it's fun. But I, I I want to see them do new stuff that could fit with like Kenner. I feel like that would be really cool. Like kind of like what NECA did with the uh, Kenner Aliens. They did like the Neomorph yeah. and a Berserker Predator, and it fits with the old stuff. And that was that was great. Um, yeah. I just want more Ghostbuster stuff. <laughs> yeah. You know? I know. I do, too. It's just, you know, I think Hasbro is doing some pretty cool stuff. But, I mean, you know, it's 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 not what Kenner did. You know, Kenner just went all out with, you know, low-cost figures of all shapes and sizes, all kinds of crazy ghosts. They had wild yeah. imaginations. Uh, I'd love to see something like that again. I don't know if we ever will, but I'd love to see something like that. Right. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like, I would love to see it. It's I've talked about this like so many times with other people. It's like it, Ghostbusters is a very niche market. Um, there are huge fans for it. I am, I would be over the hills, you know, for that. But it's not for everybody. And I think in this day and age, unless you have a movie or a TV show or you know something that can correlate with it, it's just it'll go over kids' heads. There's too much. In in so many ways, I look at it. I go, it's not much explanation, but I feel like there may be too much explanation as to what it is to really get kids into it again, unfortunately. Uh, yeah, you know, it could very well be. But, yeah. you know, they did an awesome job with the toys. There was plenty of ectoplasm to be had. And, um, you know, oh, just, yeah. yeah, just great stuff all around. Like you said, the, so many different kinds of uh, villain ghost characters that they <laughs> went out, all out on. Just looking at pictures here, remembering some of these these characters. I I'll actually have a video this week. Um, it's a it's a, a figure I never had. I finally got one. Um, the Sludge Bucket Ghost. Uh, never had one as a kid. Got you know found someone that was getting rid of a bunch of Ghostbusters, and that was the only one that he had that I didn't have. And um, 
it's amazing. You squeeze the tail, it blows a big slime bubble. Uh, If you put it's it's great, but I I never had this either. Yeah, it was. It's funny, um, you know, going back now and going like I I never saw that one. I never saw that one. Uh, and it is fun to go back and uh, you know complete the collection. There's still yeah. as big a Ghostbusters fan as I am. There's a few that I still you know have yet to get, um, but they're pricey. You know they go they get up there, um, especially for those more obscure like the or the Goblin Goblin Goblinsers <laughs> <laughs> or whatever they were called. They were they were like towards the end of the line kind of thing, um, and some were kind of like European as well. So yeah. Yeah, and all kinds of stuff. What was the? Do you know what the name of the purple one was that made the sparks? Or we had like the ripcord. Oh, uh, pull! Yeah, pull speed ahead, ghost. Pull speed. <laughs> oh, man, the names of these are just great. And mine still sparks. And I, I showed it to the little one the other day, and it was just like, "Oh my god, this is amazing!" You know what I mean? Yeah, I had one of these too. I remember. I remember like doing the sparks, and I was like kind of freaking out. I was like, like, like telling my parents, like, "This can't be right, right? It's not supposed to do this, is it?" <laughs> <laughs> like yeah no way would a yeah. toy like do that today i mean you'd, you'd start a fire or something and right like burn down a forest <laughs> <laughs> sorry about that it was caused by the pull speed ahead ghost like, what? <laughs> yeah and you know i think some of the classic al- uh, aliens some of the classic ghosts that they had were you know i think you, you touched on them but just like the classic uh there was like a dracula there was like a mummy Oh, yeah. Um, you know, just like your normal uh, monsters. And I know we've touched on uh, they had a Quasimodo, too. Oh, the poor Quasimodo. God dang. He was roped into that. It just it's so unfortunate because you look at him, you're like, what happened, man? Yeah, he's like, not that's... a ghost. He's just, a, you know, this poor guy. He, you feel so bad for him because when he, he does his little thing, like it looks like he's screaming, you know, like I'm not like <laughs> Help me. It's like, it always reminded me of like um, the Ghostbuster episodes where the ghosts weren't bad. They were uh-huh. like, um, like misunderstood at the end. You realize, oh, they were just trying to help or something like that. That's, that's the relationship to the show for me. Like he's that uh-huh. ghost. <laughs> oh man. So many, so many great things in this, this toy line. I mean, it's, you know, I had a bunch of them growing up. I had, you know, the vehicles, the role play, all that. Like, you know, sadly, most of it is just gone. I don't know where it, you know, it's just gone. It's because um, we played with them. We played with them as a kid. You know what I mean? Like those yeah. were, those were the ones. If you, you know, I like to joke around. Is you know, if if your toys are just beat to all holy heck, yeah, you had some good times with them. You know? Yeah, you did what you were supposed to do with them. You played with them and you enjoyed them and you made memories with them and. You know, even though the toys might be gone, the memories persist and Oh yeah. Yeah, those are those are very special to have. Yeah. And you're not supposed to be, you know, a weirdo in your thirties uh talking about them to this day. That's that's yeah, your problem. Who does that? That's that's <laughs> creepy. That's weird. Maybe that's even scarier than any of these toy lines that we've talked about today. Right. That's a perfect <laughs> uh, perfect idea for a, a, a Halloween podcast right there. <laughs> absolutely so uh toy shiz what do you got going on currently currently uh i you know again i've been enjoying the month of october all the spooky toys and everything i had a, a look at a lot of uh, old stuff i still have a few more it's not halloween just yet but um had a lot, a lot of new toys as well a lot dealing with spooky and uh horror nature which has been great but um, now stay tuned. I got lots more stuff to talk about. A lot of old toys coming up too. A lot of uh, you know, kind of completing collections and things like that. So, and it, the holidays are coming up, and that's some of my favorite times. That's a lot of uh, memories and reminiscing going on. Yeah. So expect a lot. Expect a lot of that. <laughs> expect a lot of that. Uh, you know, let's try and touch base. You know, between now and then, maybe talk some of our favorite Christmas toys. Oh, uh, we should do. We should do like. What's what was like the last minute toy or or the one that you never thought you were going to get and finally you get oh, it on like yeah. Christmas Day because I yeah. got some stories for that. <laughs> I did too. Yeah, that's a good that's a good good episode idea right there. I'll write that down. Yeah. But yeah, no good stuff. Um, you know, I'll put links down in the show notes and uh, where else can our listeners go to look you up online? Um, you know, you can follow me on Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, all of it just at Toyshiz, T-O-Y-S-H-I-Z. And if you ever have any questions or anything else, always feel free to private message me, email me, toyshiz at gmail.com. 
Yeah, and you're you're a bona fide toy expert. You know so much about all of this stuff, and it's, <laughs> no, it's... <laughs> don't say that. No, I feel bad. No. It's like, where's what's my life? What is no? I appreciate that. Thank you, thank you. Um, yeah, totally. No, and that's I, of, I love this stuff. So yeah, yeah, that's one of the reasons I love having you on the show because you know you know your stuff, and you know we have these memories about all these toys and. You know, we always have a blast. So I appreciate it. Of course. And, I, you know, anytime you want to do this, I always love uh, coming on and talking with you. You know, just in like what well, we talk every once in a while anyways. Yeah, you hear about this? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> no, your your channel and what you do and, you know, always talking about, you know, the, especially, you know, how we started talking, I think, originally with Jurassic Park and Star Wars. You got a fantastic show. So always Thank love you. talking with you. Thank you. Appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. No, as always, it's been a pleasure and I uh, can't wait to do it again. For sure. Thank you. And thanks to everybody who listened and made it this far. <laughs> <laughs> Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. And that's a wrap for this episode. Victoria's Cantina began on YouTube and you can find plenty of toy content on the Victoria's Cantina YouTube channel. We are also on Instagram, constantly showcasing toy photography at Victoria's Cantina, as well as Facebook at Victoria's Cantina, and on Twitter, ranting and raving about toys and other nonsense at Vic's Cantina. For fun and random toy clips, follow us on TikTok at Victoria's Cantina. Got a question or something you'd like to share with us? Drop us a line in the fax machine. You can email victoriascantina at yahoo.com. If you are so inclined and wish to drop a coin in the tip jar, we are on Patreon, where you can gain greater access to the channel while helping to keep the content rolling. For VC branded merchandise such as t-shirts, ball caps, mugs, and other fun stuff, visit us on Teespring and TeePublic. Links to all of these magical places can be found in the show notes. Do you got a minute or two? If you are listening on Apple Podcasts, please leave us a five-star rating and drop a brief review explaining why you enjoy the show. As always, I'm Victoria, and no matter where you're listening out in the galaxy, I'd like to thank you for tuning in to the Cantina Chatter Podcast. <laughs>